Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 382. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is uh, Saturday night. Uh, what is it? Uh, January 16th, 2021, in the midst of the pandemic. After the holidays, we made it after the holidays, thank God. Uh, hoping you guys are uh, hanging in there. Um, the world is crazy, we know this. I'm feeling a lot better, as you can tell. Uh, thank you everybody who's been reaching out, saying what's up, and checking up on me. Several of you. Not everybody, not everybody, but that's cool, but you know what? It's all good. I know you guys all got me in your thoughts, but uh, we're good, we're good. Uh, I'm anxious, man, to get back to work. Um, I was actually gonna go, the kids are in, um at their mama's, so I was going to go to the office today, I figured I'd just kind of take the rest of the weekend, might as well, why kill, why kill Saturday and Sunday, and um, uh, just kind of, um, kind of kick back for a couple more nights, and, and, uh, and then get my, my stuff going, man, I got so much that I'm trying to finish, you know, I have this novel, um, which I've been telling you guys about that I'm I'm working on. It's my next one. Uh, it's a cool story. It, it it's very parallel to my upbringing in Queens. Um, uh, but I I never want to go 100% about my story because I want to one day write my story, and this is what's going to happen. Is anybody who has read any of my other books are going to find in every single book you should be able to find my story in fact in fact say god forbid something happened to me if somebody really wanted to they can go into the books that i've already written maybe even take some of the posts and some of the blogs that i have and they could probably put together my entire story if not a really really good representation of it so that's why I don't tell my full story. Not only that, honestly, I mean, I'm still living my story. I don't, I don't feel it's exciting yet. Um, you know, who wants to talk about, who wants to read a book about a guy climbing a hill? You want to, you, if he never makes it to the, to the top or nothing else happens, he doesn't get over, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm still climbing the hill. People say, oh man, you're 54, man, you're over the hill already. Nah. That, that used to be the deal back in the, maybe in the 1930s. Not now, not at this age. This age, 70 years old, you're still climbing the hill. So, um, and you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't always think this way. Age was always a problem with me. I, I thought, of, I remember asking Raj, Ernest Thomas, when I was 40 years old. <clears throat> and I was writing, I don't know, did I put my first book out? I don't know, I gotta I got get the dates right on my books, but and I was asking him, 
is it too late, do you think, to break into these other things? And Ernest is about 20 years older than me. And he was like, hell no. No way. And, you know, and those are the kind, I used to ask my brother all the time, you know. And I, I advise anybody who still has a dream inside, who's still trying to, trying to push, you know, and this is what makes life work. This is what makes life exciting. And if you have any doubt in your mind, find someone who's 10, 15, 20 years older than you and ask them, ask them to answer your question. Ask them, you know, if you're, you know, 40 years old and you find someone who's 60, ask that person, hey, I'm thinking I'm doing this. Do you think I'm too old? I guarantee you, not one is going to tell you, yeah, you're too old. You're always going to be too young. I started tracking this years ago. I remember that. Does it still haunt me? Yeah. But I have to psych my mind because I'm human, so I'm going to think like everybody else. But yeah, it, um, it, uh, I think about it quite a bit, you know? <clears throat> I have so many things, you know, I watch um, a lot of documentaries. I love success stories. Love success stories. I am not a jealous dude. Um, I love to see celebrities and athletes. I love to watch their stories. Um, no, I don't root for them to fail, but I do like to see when they do and then succumb it. That is incredibly inspiring because we all go through it. And I'm like, what is it? What is that key element? What is it that they did? Or what is it that they're doing that really makes them so different, makes them so special, you know? See, I always want the energy to keep doing what I'm doing. That's, that's what I ask for. When I pray, that's what I ask for. Like, God, give me the health, the good health, and give me the energy to just keep doing what I'm doing. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for fame. I don't ask for a bigger house or a new house or help me pay the bill. I don't ask for those things. I have in the past, but that's not, it's not, but that through serious desperation. <laughs> but it's not typical. Very, very untypical. And it's probably, I could probably never remember a time that I did. But when I do ask for something, I ask for clarity in my brain. Like I want to be clear. I want to be, I want to be clear. Um, I ask for energy. I want to get up excited. Man, there's nothing, nothing better than getting up and just like, yeah, you know, let me, let me go at it, you know, and to put yourself in a task and then take that task to completion. It's like knowing that some of those tasks, and it's not about, oh, well, you know, it's not that good though. You know, it's. Nah, man, that's subjective. That's you can't determine something, even something you do. You can't. You listen. Anybody right now listening to this podcast could go take a huge wall in that wall in the house and try to draw a mural. Draw a mural, but you know what? You might look at that mural and say that mural sucks, and you might laugh. But you might get a complete stranger that walks into your house and looks at that freaking mural and says, "Shit, it's incredible." Like, how much, how much would you charge me to cut that entire wall out and have it shipped to my house 
It's subjective. You don't know how other people are going to look at something, especially when it comes to art. And when I talk about art, I'm talking about writing, whether you're writing novels or blog posts or or Facebook posts or magazines or comic books, whether, whether you're in you're a dancer, whether you're a singer, whether you're an actor. You know, people say, yeah, but you know, bad actors are, you know, bad actor. You know what? I'm, in, I'm gonna talk about freestyle because that's the genre of music I'm in. But this goes across the board. But it's no sense in me talking about hip hop or rock, okay? Because I don't do that. Freestyle, okay? How many people do you see? How many artists? Do you see that really don't really have the skills? I got a pretty good ear. I can hear that when they go off, that pitch, pitch, they, they just don't have a good pitch. They, they're tone deaf. I've seen it. Music sounds pretty amateurish. Um, song to me sucks. Makes no sense. <coughs> um, However, that person who created that, that song, went to the studio and spent a few thousand dollars, shot a video, created posters, created t-shirts, created hats, keychains, contacted everybody he knows, found a place on a little tiny stage in a, in a pub, found his way, got his way on a bigger stage, because this person looks at that work that they did as genius. And who are we to say it isn't? Yeah, we can have our opinion. We can have our opinion. And yeah, there'll probably be a lot of variables as to why the song will never get picked up or you probably never get booked like I you know but these are things that I know because I'm in the business and I know what promoters are looking for and I know what they're listening to but that no way makes something not art or something not good it's subjective and I got a lot of these things that I want to do and I work on them every single day like right now I'm mentally getting myself prepared to dive into this novel. And I know people are like, oh, y'all, did you start the novel yet? Yeah, I started about a year ago. In my head. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I was told to cover the mic when I cough. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, jumping into this book now to start, you know, actually writing it, typing it, or whatever is now becomes a commitment because once I start, I can't stop. I have to fit, I have to push through. The worst thing in the world is for you to you know, write, especially work on a book and lose interest. So one of the things I always have to do is I have to make that venture that I'm about to take on, I have to make it exciting for myself. It's almost like a, a, a psychology game that I play with myself. You know, I have to put this in my head. I have to create this and I have to have a really broad picture of what this story looks like. 
Like right now, I'm having a serious issue with my ending on this particular story. This is the new one that I have coming out. If you have book three of Yes, Yes, Y'all, then you know what I'm talking about. It's not a secret. Um, I'm just not talking about it until uh, I start writing it. But, and it's not a bad problem. I have a problem like this every book. Sometimes the endings are the first thing that comes to mind. Um, Freestyle. The ending was the first thing that came to mind. Uh, Sometimes what moves me, like with Yes, Yes, Y'all, what moved me? What made me write this? The song, Yes, Yes, Y'all. The, the, that phrase, I, I need that had to be, yes, yes, yeah, I had to be a real, almost like a character in the in the in the story. And if you read the story, you'll know what I mean. I reference it pretty much throughout the entire, pretty much throughout the entire all three books. You know, and then you get to the end and you try to, you see, and, and with my work, sometimes I, I even when I read it back, I look and I look for the for the big surprise or the big bang and I look for this and and sometimes it's not that that's not what the story's about it's just a really good story it's an interesting interesting journey that I try to take the readers on and anybody who has not read my books I need go get my books order them from Amazon and I make my chapters they're a lot of chapters but they're short I do that because I want people to read them. I don't want people to feel that they have to sit there and read a 25-page chapter. That's ridiculous. I want you to sit down. Sit down on the toilet. In fact, you can sit down on the toilet and read my chapters. Leave the book in the, in the bathroom with a, with a bookmark in there. Every time you sit down, leave your phone outside the, outside the room. You're on the phone enough. And pick up that book and go to the next chapter, next chapter. Take your time. And, and it will take you on a journey. And you'll really be sucked into the journey. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward with this new book. Now, there's a, there's a, the reason why the ending is important because it has to tie into the beginning. There has to be a reason the character is doing certain things. And that's where that's, where that's, that's, where that's headed. But the story and the experiences and, and what I'm trying to, the visualization I'm trying to, to paint, this picture that I'm trying to paint for people to see it, um, is a really great picture. And I like to go dark. In fact, I'm trying to get, like I feel that I try to write dark because life could be dark. So the dark parts of my stories, I like them to be pretty dark. Um, but sometimes I watch, I read other books, or I watch some, a movie on, you know, on TV or whatever, and they're dark. But they're not as good as mine, in my opinion, of course. There are some that I look at and they're better than mine. To me, they blow mine out the water. I'm like, damn. I was trying to get that effect. Like, the way that that movie is making me feel, the way that book is making me feel, that's how I want to make my readers feel. However, there's a good chance that they are feeling that. 
I just don't know it because I wrote the story. So there's no surprise effect. There's no, you know. But um, I like to have it, at least have an idea in my head before I write anything down. And the reason why I do it that way is that I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to get stuck. Because once you start writing something, and then if the rest of the ideas doesn't, doesn't line up, you, get, you end up stuck with that passage because you put so much time and you wrote so much in it and you become hooked to it. And you're like, oh man, I did so much work. I love this line. I love this communication. I love what they're doing. I love, you know, and now you're stuck there. Now, instead of you trying to take that passage and make it fit for the story, you're trying to write around it. So you're trying to write a story that fits that passage. And that's not good. That's not good. And that's one of the reasons why I don't, I, I try not to take notes when I'm, when I'm, Developing. I try to develop in my head. I try to build the story in my head. It's almost like if you watch a, a TV show for the first time, or you watch a movie for the first time, and then you call me and you say, "Hey, man, you gotta watch this movie." I say, "Really? What's it about?" And you're gonna tell me what it's about. I said, well, "Tell me the whole movie. I wanna know, like, what's the whole thing and how does it end?" And you're gonna tell me the whole thing, but you're gonna leave out so much because. You're going to be able to tell me that, give me that information probably in 10 minutes. Meanwhile, it was a two-hour movie. That's how I like to, that's what I want in my head. I want to be able to tell the story in 10 minutes. No dialogue. Maybe a couple scenes that are really, really good, but enough to be able to tell you the story. That's just so you guys know, it's what they call synopsis. When you take that and you actually write it down, that's called synopsis. Sometimes they call it a treatment. Treatment's a little longer. In a, in, when you write a book, a lot of times the treatment will be, you know, more pages. Kind of goes into like specific chapter titles, and it's, um, and that's almost set to stone. A synopsis, however, um, is a shorter version, and that will give you a good overall feel as to what the story is about you know so but anyway that's where I'm at right now so I'm I'm trying to build a mental synopsis and not for other people to hear but for me to go off of and once I have that once I understand that ride I'm able to sit down with someone and tell you the story like right now I can tell you pieces of the story but I can't take you on a journey right now I can't tell you so the story is about so and so, and they did this, right? And they find this, and then, you know, all along this one's looking to find this one, and this, I can't do that right now. I can't do that. I can tell you some of it, but I'm not 100% happy with it, so I might have to change it. But that's fine. That's the process I'm in right now, and I've done this with every single book, and I could take the rest of this month, and I could even take next month, and still just build it that way, and still be able to stay on schedule. There's some that I've I've written this way for six months and then finished the book. There's others I've had the synopsis idea for a couple of years. I just took a while to actually put pen to paper, you know, and just actually get it working, you know, get, get it written. So anyway, this is what's in my mind these days right now uh, with everything going on. Uh, I'm really getting excited. I want to I wanna really... Um, you amp myself up to get this other book uh, going. Yes, yes, y'all still doing well, Cells. Um, again, you guys know how I roll with that. 
Um, I push the books. I put them out there. I don't do tons of promotions. Um, I'm building inventory. Um, I want people to grab onto one of my books, one of my stories, and say, yo, I love this. I love what this guy's writing. I want to read more. I want to see what else he has, you know? And then go in and and um, kind of uh, kind of geek out on the rest of my stuff. That's 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 the overall picture. That's what I'm trying to do. So, but anyway, I'm gonna shut it down, guys. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for chilling out with me uh, every night. Go and listen to my my medical <laughs> podcast or um, whatever you know. Um, that's what this this that's what this podcast is about. I hope you enjoy it and hope there's always something in there that's that's a big big thing for me if there's something in there that that you could take from it I don't care what it is man um and run with it and and you're like oh okay and that would be a great that'd be a big blessing for me so but anyway let's just stay safe be careful out there wear your mask watch the kids keep an eye on the elders and until tomorrow good night freestyle Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.